Hello, welcome to the podcast, folks. We got a guest this week. We got a guest. Uh, my dear friend, this is the second person I've had on. Actually, maybe the third, who I haven't seen in human in forever. And this COVID shit's weird. I haven't seen my dear friend, dare I say, the handsome one of the limelight crew. My good buddy Ian Barton is here. What's up, Kyle? What's going on, Fob man? How are we? Um, you know, I'm, I don't know how I'm looking these days. Yeah, but I it's, mean, nobody. Sear took a toll. Dropped about 20, 20 pounds. I'm trying to grow my hair out, but it looks weird, you know? It looks weird. You have hair, though. Like, I grew my hair out for a while, and it was hilarious, but it was, like, bald on the top, obviously. <laughs> Wait, how, how long did that get? I had some flow in the back, dude. It looked good oh, with yeah? the hat on. It looked good with the hat. Yeah, that's exactly where I'm at. Where, like, the, the back of my, like, all along my neck, it's just starting to to kind of shape up because otherwise it looks like my hair it looks like it's just like ironed down it just, it just falls flat i got i got no body yeah i mean i'd rather i put on weight in the quarantine like most people i think you're complaining about getting too skinny yeah dude i don't know <laughs> snob. i don't know it's 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 weird Every, everyone's coping differently but i've been yeah i've, I've slimmed down I, I look like i look like uh early limelight days now I feel oh, like I can't fit you much skinnier. You were a skinny boy. I was skinny. I kind of kind of filled out a little bit. Now I'm kind of somewhat back to square one. Limelight. I don't know. I don't think I've ever talked about it on the podcast, but it'll come up at the time. Oh man, I, I just assumed that was a uh, no, was still I'll, a hot topic. Limelight for those listening, my millions of loyal <laughs> listeners. Uh, me, Ian did a lot more than me, but Limelight Comedy Club in Boston. We ran it like eight of us. <laughs> we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. We were probably like a year and a stand up year and a half. We got this room and like eight of us decided we'll run it together because we were friends and we had some great shows. We had some horrible shows, but yeah. we, we ran a weekly show for fucking, I don't know, a year and a half, two years. I think we made it just just over two years before handing it off and then it yeah, immediately so got handed off 19 more times. A Japanese karaoke bar, which I didn't even know existed. Korean, Korean, Kyle. I went to Limelight. Careful. Huh? It's Korean. Oh, Korean. Korean. I, well, I knew it was like a specific brand of karaoke, a specific <laughs> oriental brand, I guess. The non-denominational Asian yeah. something or other. Because I didn't know it existed. It's like karaoke in these private back rooms, which is like pretty funny and like typical weird Korean thing. Yeah, well, that was like, it was like a, it was like a whole lifestyle, which I don't think any of us... Real like the people that were coming early and they were like, it felt like people were like coming in like after class and it was it was like a hang. Yeah, yeah, there'd be like random like you would assume it'd be just shit faced people like from the office or something. There'd be like fifteen, sixteen year old Korean kids just hanging out like three or four of them not drinking beer, singing yeah. karaoke back there. Just an early evening activity, not even like the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you the did spectacle see stuff like that. So we did a show in there. And they would still have the karaoke time. You would hear people singing, and you'd be on stage. But we gave it hell, a bunch of us. Yeah, you got it, for better or worse. I think I started getting real bitter towards the end, and that was uh, not the greatest quality as a host, especially yeah, when you're I mean, on stage. I definitely, I definitely didn't do close to as much as you, and I just showed up and got stage time too. But I mean, I would show up and set up the chairs and stuff. But you had to book people, and that's the worst part of any. Dude, that was the thing that would. Thing. I got so much anxiety over that just even reaching out to people just just the whole process of it was like i mean it, it was it was awesome but it was just like 
It what? opened my eyes. I never realized until, like, I was, you were my friend and you were running it, like, how, like, just relentless and shameless people are with, like, can I get a spot? 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 Can I, get a spot? Can I, I like, I wish I had that in me to an extent because you kind of need it, but I, yeah. like, I just don't have that in me. I gotta, like, I, I go in, like, phases with that, or, like, where I was, like, I would, like, build up some momentum and feel a little more, you know, like, like, all right, let's, let's, like, reach out and make this happen, but, like, I was not prepared to be on, on the receiving end of that initially. Yeah, and then, like, the reciprocal like, bookings? It's the only way you're going to get spots, to reach out and ask people. But yeah. Some people would just, like, they'd hit you up, like, fucking every day. Yeah. No, I, I like, I was, I think I, like, I was, like, accidentally rude to so many people and, like, genuinely <laughs> didn't even realize it. Because, like, like, just the, the unspoken, it's not even unspoken, but, like, you know, if someone books you on their show, they kind of expect you to reach out at one point. And I just, like... Yeah. I think the first year, I just it didn't even occur to me. I was just like, "Oh, thanks for letting me do your show, man. I'll see you around." <laughs> <laughs> well, you also probably got fucked because I definitely did it to you. I'm sure there was like six or seven of us at different points running it. I'm sure all of us. If I got on a show, I'd tell people like, "Oh, I'll get you on Limelight," and then they'd hit me up, and I'd be like, "Hey, we got to give this good a guest spot." Oh yeah, that, that was the best that we had a. Uh, it was it was still a showcase show. You're gonna see like eight to ten comics, but. At Way least four to five of them were going to be us <laughs> throughout. Oh, yeah. At least the first. And, like, that that still, like, didn't, I was like, that seems normal, right? Like, I didn't it, think eight was it, too many people. I just thought we were all chilling. When I look back, I, I love Limelight. It was, like, the, one of the more probably important rooms for me so far. Just because it was every week, whether it was sometimes it was five people, but sometimes we'd pack that fucking place out. And I was getting up most of the weeks every yeah. single Wednesday in front of real people even though I was still doing mics and shit all the time and doing some other shows but mm -hmm. it was and then like just learning shit from Kellen and Kellen was like the brains behind it all like I Dude, didn't have any sort of he like made me get a Facebook back which I've since deleted because the world yeah. is crazy now but he like punked me out he was like you need a Facebook and I was like alright yeah. he's right Dude, that, yeah that was another thing where I was just like oh like this guy's like he's for real like he he, he gets the it the business side of it was very natural to him yeah yeah, extremely. That that was another thing where I, I was just like, huh. Us in that. Like, I honestly do think that. Like, he helped all of us, whether we realized it or not at the time, to, like, realize you have to promote, you have to do this shit, which I'm still not good at it. He'd still mm -hmm. yell at me, but... Yeah, that's what's... had the sense for it. Right. Because he, like, uh... He showed up, and, like, within a year, it was, like, Limelight, Cityside, um, Hideout, which became, like... Yeah, like staples for a minute and it, like and it really it all started with getlin yeah he started every room that became like the best rooms and i think a lot of people like, don't even realize that yeah or at least like it it's not like i'm not gonna die on that mountain it's not that serious yeah. it's not like anyone's like fuck getlin but like yeah he definitely i mean they became great shows with other people involved also obviously but mm -hmm. he, i mean those rooms he started like every fucking including limelight he was like the guy yeah which was it was so crazy because I didn't even I didn't even realize there was like a business aspect to it. I thought I, I legitimately treated it like, oh, this is cool. You guys are letting us like use your space once a week. Word, like I'd really never thought about it more than that until like at least like the first year. And I was like, oh, this is like a thing I gotta like do with some formality and professionalism. <laughs> yeah, no. And then I just he lost my mind slowly. Yeah, no, he definitely was the only person I knew at the beginning who like uh just he got it all that stuff yeah yeah just i was just all like well i just gotta get on stage i gotta get that's all i like ever thought 
I just keep getting on stage. Just I have to get on stage. I didn't. I still don't even think about much else. Now yeah. No stages. Are Are you kind of excited to to like get back to Boston and? Because, like, I mean, I know you've been doing stuff out here, but, like, it it is kind of cool that you got, like, just, like, a network back there and you know you can, like, immediately yeah, I mean, start getting up to these places. Get on some shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. There's, there's nothing out here. I can't, like, there's no, there's no, it's getting cold in New York now. There might be some limited capacity shows, but I don't even think that's happening right now. I really don't. It's, like, in the long run, I wish I could have stayed in New York and everything, obviously. Yeah. Life happens. We'll figure it out. But. Going back to Boston, I feel like right now there's definitely more shit you can randomly do. There's random yeah. stuff that pops up. Dude, it's weird. I know, like, like, have you done any of the, like, these roof or, like, outdoor situations at all out here? Out here, no. I went to, I was supposed to, <laughs> Kerrigan called me to do a show one night outside, and then I got there and there was no audience. But, hmm. uh, no, I, I love Kerrigan. No digging. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. But then I did one in Boston. I went back, well, Worcester. I went back and oh I, yeah, uh, I did a guest spot open up for Luke when he was in Worcester. Mm-hmm. But in New York, I haven't done the rooftop stuff. Right. Because I wasn't really getting booked before COVID. You know what I mean? I was like hanging out at Mike's and mm-hmm. just starting to like feel a little more comfortable. And I met, met some people and shit. And then it's like, it ended. So like, yeah. obviously, I'm not going to be getting booked now. Yeah. If people aren't giving their rooftops a fucking open mics, rightfully so. Yeah. Yeah. These outdoor mid-afternoon open mics. Yeah, there's no adorable mics. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I tried to, um, and I'm not saying I'm like, you know, above any of this shit or anything. Like far, far oh, from it. Just the, I, I tried a couple of the virtual shows, like initially, like in April, a few times, and I was just like, I don't. Yeah, I did. One. I don't know. I did one, and it went well. Honestly, like the people were laughing. And yeah. I did pretty good and stuff. Like I had fun, but I, I mean, if it's all you can do in the winter, I guess I'll probably do more because. I was like fucking against doing them at first, and then it's like, well, I'm not getting any of these outdoor shows, so mm-hmm. I gotta fucking do something, you know. I gotta try to work shit out here, otherwise I'm just throwing out nonsense. Right, like at, at, the, at this point, I just I feel so uh, the stakes just feel so like out the window. I kind of feel like it's just like it's whatever, you know. Well, it's at, like the Wild West. It's like any, any, no one knows what's next, so it's yeah, like, it could be the next. Stand-up could be back sooner. Could not be back for fucking way longer than we yeah. think, you know? Like, I used to always, like, constantly be... Go between feeling like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good about my stuff right now. I, w- I want to do this, this, and this show. And then I'd, like, kind of, you know, you know, be, like, a hermit for a little while and, like, not reach out to, like, book stuff because I was just feeling, like, weird with where I was at. But, like, even with, with all... Uh, with After doing not, like, no comedy, really, since, like... March and April at this point, like, if, if someone was, like, if, if there was a miracle and they're like, you want to headline Laugh Boston? I'd be like, all right, let's see what happens. Like, I don't, I don't even think I would feel, like, anxious about it. Like, I just feel totally, like, yeah, I, mean, I you don't know anymore. Time you could get, yeah. It's I'm weird, sure my man. Might stink, but I'd take the fucking stage time. Yeah. Yeah, but. So it, you moved out here in the pandemic, right? Not even that before. Yeah. That, that was a weird decision to make. Yeah, I was... Still <laughs> up in the air about it. <laughs> I was just like, hey, whatever. It's just every time there's like a, just any little problem, I'm like, man, this would have been a little easier if I had done nothing. But I'm, I'm really glad that I came out here. It's just like... Because that, that was always like... It, I had talked to my girlfriend about this like 
over a year ago. Like the plan was always to to come to New York around like like this September, but then around like April May, like when it, when it was really like sinking in that there was like not an end in sight for this thing, it was just like well, it's I'm here. let's just fucking go. I guess let's just let's just go and then you know hope things eventually settle back down. But like. There's kind of no reason to be in any particular place. You kind of just, we kind of just, you know, follow through with the original plan, for better or worse. Yeah, yeah, no, I hate you. Does your girlfriend hate you for it? No, she's, it's like, uh, she's like, uh, like we, like extra calm, like the, to the point where it makes me uncomfortable. I, I don't think, I think she could adapt really anywhere, which is awesome. Like, and she has family out here too, which is nice. But it was. Seems a little fishy button. <laughs> I, mean, I was like pulling my hair out all throughout like the spring being like is this should we go is this the right thing to do and she was just like yeah whatever so Does she have a job or anything or she yeah no she's that, that was the other weird thing is we <laughs> <She> both <laughs> no we both we both are doing the same jobs we had in boston we're both working for boston-based like people oh so, i didn't realize you were with the same people i knew you were doing the same shit because you're yeah no like, most of my like all the stuff people i freelance with are still Boston based for the most part so I could always kind of technically do things remotely like it, it, yeah. it translated nicely but like she was working for or she's currently working for a PR firm in Boston and is still working for them and now like they I don't think they have any plans to go back um, into their office like at least I think the original time was just like we're definitely not going to be there before June but like I don't even think I think that's getting pushed back and then my the the main like production company I work with, they sold their office in September, so they're not even there's not even a place to go to anymore. And uh, that company makes Japanese boy porn, correct? <laughs> no, that's in the past, unfortunately. You got you got promoted. Yeah, <laughs> moved on to bigger and better things. Ian's job used to be to just blur out the little dicks. Did I wish? That was all he did, just all day, just <laughs> just <laughs> and track it frame by frame, just moving the the pixels over. It's not a bad gig. Dude, I, I, I would take some of that if it, you know, a decent hourly wage like right now. Nikes in 100 degrees. Yeah. Dude, it's wild. I just, I'm, ah, man, I, I must have emailed like 30 old contacts and stuff over the last week just being like, hey, do you, do you, is anything going on? And I just, I'm not hearing from anybody. It's not, <laughs> it's not feeling good. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's awful. It's, I've, I've been like losing my mind the last month. Like I moved here every, and like I, I talked to, Everyone I was working with, I was just like, they're like, yeah, like things are heating up, like things are good. And then September, I was crazy busy. And then like after September, it's just been like these crazy ebbs and flows of stuff. So yeah, We're, I forget. I know there was at the beginning there was complaints about it. Did the freelance people like you? Did you guys get unemployment eventually? Is that a thing? Dude, I don't. I, I like started looking thing, into right? it, but it's it's so hard to nail down like exactly what what you qualify for, like technically. What if you just applied, like, fuck it, and, and then would they be like, hey, you can't get this, but you can get this? Yeah, I, I started going through the, the New York process for that, just to see, because I think there was just a, there was like a stipulation that's like, you know, like, it just, if you were impacted in some way, like, if you have less work, you should be able, you can, like, get a little help, but I need to, I need to finish that form, too. I'm sick of filling out forms. I just got health insurance yesterday, so, slowly but surely. What's that? You got health insurance? I did. 
how, with, I've never had it without through a job. I wouldn't even know how. Oh, it's to get it as just a regular guy. <laughs> yeah, I had it. I mean, I had it in, in mass, and then I, you know, I canceled it when I moved, and then I kind of like waited a couple months, and then yeah, you just, eventually I, I had to get on the phone with somebody. But and now I'm just getting. I'm getting like 30 robocalls today. Like ever since I I started doing this, it's just people asking me about health insurance now. Yeah, but, I don't know much about health insurance. Like yeah, I, I tried to get a uh, a COVID test. We went to uh, my girlfriend's dad's house for Thanksgiving, and just as like a little extra precaution, we went. It was only like six of us, but we went to go get a COVID test. And then I did. I waited in line for like five hours, yeah. and then I got to the front, and I'm like. I just thought, like, worst case, like, I'll, I'll pay, like, 80 bucks for this or something. And I was like, yeah, I don't have insurance. And she's like, that's oh, going to be uh, $250 oh, well, for a test. I had to get, uh, I don't have dental insurance. And uh, I've, I don't know if I was friends with you with my fake tooth. that used to be falling out all the time, but my fake tooth fell out. And uh, Wait, where's the fake tooth? It's, uh, like, next to the front, too. Okay. Uh, but It's a good fake tooth. I, I had no clue. Fell out again, and I got whacked for 400 a couple months ago. Ugh. For one tooth? Just to have them cement it back in. Damn. I had the tooth. The same old tooth? Couldn't even give you a fresh one? Gum. It was sitting right there in a piece of gum. Damn. <laughs> Dude, what is with comics moving to New York and, like, immediately having dental problems? <laughs> Once they lose insurance, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know. Even and out, I guess. Yeah. It's cool, though. You know... I, I like it here. I'm, I'm in Queens. Yeah, you said you're in the middle of a little crisis, just work-wise. Yeah, just work. It's just yeah. I'm just tr- just I need I need like uh, I just need some money. some stability. Yeah, money would be good. I could use some money. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, what's so? What, when did you get get the news of the that you're becoming a father? Congratulations, by the way. Oh, thank you. I talked separately, uh, but I got the news. I mean, whenever she found out, which was only a couple of weeks into pregnancy, and she's like five months now, I think. So wow, four months now. I mean, I'll get like yelled at for that, but <laughs> like, I'm close still, uh, you can call that the second trimester, right? But I found out like yeah, whenever she found out like early. Mm-hmm. I said it on the thing last week when I was talking about it, but mm-hmm. I came home and she was just like, oh, I I took a pregnancy test. I'm like, and like. What? <laughs> <laughs> like what are you telling? And then she had to take She took like four more the next day. It's like you really don't want. You're really worried about this, huh? You're really praying <laughs> for a negative. <laughs> I don't. Can, can I ask you more about this? I don't know if it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, just I don't like. What What was the initial like feeling? Uh, I I really don't even know like how to describe it. Like yeah, it was just like. I don't know. Honestly, my brain kind of went like blank almost. Mm-hmm. I like just got in from work and she said it and I just like was walking in the bathroom to like take a piss as she told me. So I was just like, I don't know. I went blank, took a piss and I was just like, all right, well, we got to figure it out, I guess. You know yeah. What, I mean? what are you going to do? <laughs> Dude, yeah, that's, uh, I don't know. I don't know how I would, I think, I think about that sometimes, especially like within, just I mean, having I just moved here and, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. But, you know, it's, I'm certainly not in a position in my life where I would like to be with my first child. Yeah. I don't know. You heard that? Um, I think the first um, COVID immune baby was just born. Immune? Yeah. 
Or I think I think they try to give it to him. <laughs> just making sure. No, they had um. I think the mother the mother contracted it while she was pregnant. And oh yeah, I've read some shit that the babies don't have it because I've been nervous about that. Now. Yeah, or the baby was born with, or maybe the baby was just born with antibodies. Oh, so it's a base. But I don't know, or maybe. But I'm saying, like, if you know, if that ends up happening with your kid, you got, you might have a direct tap to the uh, to the cure. Yeah, my kid would be like Superman more or less. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty sick, actually. That'd be awesome. My kid has the cure. My my sister was um. I'd fucking. <laughs> Give him to the highest bidder. She's still a baby. <laughs> Start selling his blood. Leave rich and have a bunch more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but my um, my my sister had her her second kid in June. So this was like right at the height of this when everyone was just like didn't know if you know if you're pregnant and you catch this is is it crazy or not? And that's yeah, you know that that worked out. But it was funny. I just realized she had she had her first kid right when like the Zika virus was happening too. So every time she's gotten pregnant, she's had like had to like lock down <laughs> they're trying to stop your sister yeah <laughs> nature yeah, nature has had enough yeah enough of the bottom family mm-hmm. too many well-to-do white people oh man with nice fucking bone structure dude it's it's wild i just i think i've had a couple like uh just even like only like family group texts where you try and be like because i mean my, my parents are you know they're retired they're they're chilling like this obviously this isn't ideal to have this happening but they're really just kind of yeah, you know yeah. They're, they're hanging with their friends, their other retired friends. They're, they're golfing. <laughs> they're doing their own thing, and they're they're hanging out. And you know, I try and be like, you know, it's yeah, it's, it's some weird stuff right now. I'm kind of it's it's tough. And you know, my dad's just like, yeah, I just, you know, you just gotta uh, you know, just appreciate everything, and you know, it's all good. <laughs> all right, thanks, thanks, Dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for understanding. I appreciate it. With some fucking charity, yeah. Yeah. But do you guys ever like sit and just stare at your computer and just think about like why why you're really doing what you're doing right now, why you're working, where you're working? And my dad will just be like, eh, you know, it's just, you know, it is what it is. We'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah my, uh, my parents are working, but they my mother actually has she goes in like five days a week. My dad goes in maybe like once a week and works mm-hmm. from home and shit. But they've both been at the place that they work for like thirty fucking years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no! I, re- I remember the uh, your mom's office when we did that show with Artie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah! I forgot about that. That was a good time. We did a little show at uh, my mother's work, which uh, I didn't. I mean, I kind of expected it, but way more nerve wracking than it should have been for me. Dude, that that show um, actually taught me a very valuable. Like, I I was one hundred percent convinced, as was Artie. We were, we were talking the whole time before it started. We're like. We we had totally resigned ourselves that it was it was going to be a nightmare, for like just get through it. Yeah, it's going to yeah, be always it's just always middle aged people eating dinner, and then like you started it and then like everyone did great and it was a blast and I I like couldn't believe it. Yeah, they, and they told us to be clean and I mean, it was what probably two three years ago. I don't see, yeah, probably two years we ago. We were a few years in the comedy. We had we weren't superstars or nothing. I don't think I'd call myself a superstar still, but we. We had been doing open mics pretty yeah. much every night for fucking three years, probably. So I, we weren't. We had some. We had done well on some shows and shit. We were. Yeah, we, we, we pulled off. I hadn't. I, I don't think you guys had either. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like I'm probably the dirtiest out of the three of us. But none of us are like clean, clean. But none of us are crazy, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It's just you have like some dark shit. So you yeah, I can of... come off real weird real quick. That's, <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like all these nice normal people. I just I just don't want to like. 
don't want to freak anyone out. <laughs> no, I hear you. Yeah. So, yeah, and they were like, you got to be clean. They, were, they paid us decent money, especially for... Dude, that was amazing. ...what we get for doing comedy at this point. I, re- I remember the, the initial payment. I was like, oh, cool, this is nice. And then I think they, they ended up paying us all more because they were so They, like, randomly thrilled. gave me more than they told me they were going to. So yeah. I was like, well, I'm going to split it with you guys. So I Venmoed you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Was, you can't do that once once the kid comes. You got that's the money you gotta you gotta oh, keep yeah, for yourself. Tell you <laughs> Never distribute that. But yeah, we we had to work clean. Adi randomly got dirty. He's like the least dirty of us, and he was up there like making retard jokes. <laughs> Remember that? Like the guy literally said to us, he was like, "There's like people from the company from Florida or some other state were there, and he's like they're real, real like religious, don't like make anything dirty." Yeah. And me and you like kept it pretty clean, and they had, <laughs> they were having fun, and then. Artie <laughs> just let him fly. <laughs> I think I think retard jokes still uh, that that still doesn't uh, fall under dirty somehow in that category. Yeah, they're like they're like don't they're, don't be fresh, but you know make fun of those kids all you want. <laughs> yeah, especially with old people, I think yeah. you can get away with the R word. Oh, it's dude, it's so funny. Like especially now, like it, it's weird. In, like the last two years, just it feels like how much I feel like has changed. And like talking to my parents. And even, like, my, my girlfriend's parents, when you're just like, oh, you guys, like, live in, like, a different dimension. Yeah. This is this is another era of, of oh, yeah. language. Yeah, I mean, they can get, a, like, especially the older you go up. Oh, yeah. People are just, they just loose with whatever. <laughs> loose with anything that we can't say now. Dude, it's, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like I've... I've tried to like look back at like some of. Have, have you done like any writing throughout throughout this pandemic? Yeah, I've had like spurts where I'll yeah get like motivated and I'll write for like week, week or two, and then get lazy or get like bored and fucking. Mm-hmm. I can't like do the stuff I'm writing on stage. Right. You do one pop. Yeah, because you you get that initial excitement about a new idea, but yeah, then there's no there's no like payoff, so then it's like it's over. Yeah, working out the joke is like my favorite fucking part. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, yeah, I've obviously I've, I have written, but definitely spurts. Yeah, yeah, same. But it's been like I don't know. I've been, I'm just getting like way too high and just thinking about like old jokes, and you're like, oh Jesus Christ! Like, <laughs> yeah, what, what was that? I'm just kidding. Let me hear them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping for, I'm hoping for a uh, some somewhat fresh start. When this that's is eventually like, all over. That's where I'm, at. I'm like, do I even want to do my old fucking job? Yeah. But then when I, so I was like confident I did, I wouldn't want to. But then when I went to like Worcester and I actually got on, mm-hmm. like right before I got on, I already knew it. Like when I was just waiting, like before was my set or whatever, I was like, oh, I, I, I can't do just new jokes. I have right. to like, because it was just, it's been, it's been months at that point. Like, yeah. Dude, what, what was that like? It, it was, I mean, it felt awesome, but like yeah. the crowd was spread out and shit. It's not like the mm-hmm. same, but it's, it felt great, but I didn't even do as good as I would have liked. You know what I mean? I didn't bomb or anything, but mm-hmm. it was whatever. But uh, it was still felt great, but it was definitely different, and it definitely was like, oh, I can't just do new jokes. Yeah. I think I am. Did you, did you did you work any in there? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I went yeah. there with like a game plan nice. before yeah. I even like as the whole build up to it I, for like a week or two. I was like, no, I'll, I'll do. I won't do old jokes. And then like the three or four days before it, I was like, I'm gonna have to do some. So then I kind of put like a set list together in my head and I was like, do like two new jokes, two old jokes to get it going and get yourself comfortable. Yeah. And 
see how it goes. And once you get going, you kind of just wing it from there, you know. Mm-hmm. You have your jokes, but you just wing it. Dude, that's awesome. I would love to just do something. So you something did, you hadn't been doing much even a, going on for a while, I suppose, right? Oh, was it, you, you cut out right there. No, I was saying you didn't really do anything in Boston before you came over here for a while. Uh, no, yeah, like it was. Dude, I I didn't really think about that for a sec. Like this entire, I forgot. Like I moved in the middle of this already. It, it feels like it's been fucking three years no. since March, dude. Yeah, but no, yeah, like I said, I did. A, I just did a couple, couple virtual things. But that, right. yeah, that that was it. I know. It's I know. Uh, Kim Beck just moved out here. He's he's rooming with Artie. He's been like. Someone told me, yeah. Yeah, he's he's been like hitting the the outdoor mics and everything super hard. Has he? I'm about to hit him up. Yeah, and I'm like, I should fucking hit him up. I walked by once, mm-hmm. but there was like no one stopping up paying attention, so I just I didn't do it. That's yeah. It's one of those things where I, I'm like telling myself like, just get out there and do it, and just just shake the rust off. But just oh, I don't want to go to an outdoor open mic and just eat it in front of four people, even if it is just a mic. I wouldn't even but, care about that as much as like, just I want like a couple people around to somewhat pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't care about bombing and no one really paying attention, but I don't know. I guess I'm just making excuses. You got to uh, do it, try to make them pay attention, right? Yeah. Just some some level of it, of formality. I don't know. Yeah, no, I hear it's It's definitely different. Yeah. But it's... So So when are you guys uh, going back to Boston? In like a few weeks. Uh, like two weeks from now, I think. Two, yeah. Two and a half. Is your, uh, are your parents excited? Uh, I mean, excited for the baby. Yeah, right? yeah. Excited to have me in the basement yeah. <laughs> for a, <laughs> a little bit until I figure it out. But no, I mean, they they got to be pumped about the baby. Yeah, I mean, my sister has two kids, but they're still, mm-hmm. they are obviously pumped out. Uh, and I mean, her parents don't have any grandkids, so they're happy. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not going to hit me until I get a fucking baby crying and shitting. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, I, don't I guess know. that's how it works. <laughs> Yeah, my stupid brain is. I live like one second to one second. My girlfriend despises it. <laughs> I, don't, I have like no capability of like planning that. I think that, I think that's fair at least for for right now. I think that's that's kind of what the what it's supposed to be until until the yeah, baby arrives. Even if I, you fucking what am I gonna read books and shit? Tell me what to do. <laughs> what am I gonna do? Read. Figure it out on the fly and learn. Yeah, like most people. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's cool. How's Rachel doing? She's good. She's chilling. I mean, yeah, we're stuck in this fucking little one-bedroom apartment out here. We yeah, you can't do much. We take the dog for walks and shit. Take the dog to the dog park, but yeah, dude, that, that's the one thing I feel like. Uh, like I, I love being out here. I love our neighborhood, but like, just uh, like get. I'm, I'm worried about this winter. Just getting out and like enjoying any sort of green space at all it's like oh shit oh yeah you're gonna want to i mean at different points you're gonna want to kill your girlfriend she's gonna fucking kill you dude it's yeah it's um it's been pretty smooth sailing so far honestly but i i'm sure on a one bedroom you know i mean it's just yeah it's crazy we got our neighbor i don't for some reason our, our neighbor for like the first month we moved here just kept accusing us of making this like mysterious whirring noise like not like uh Nothing loud. It was just like this persistent, like, just noise. And he, dude, he knocked on our door at like six at six in the morning, one day, like a week in. I was like, I thought it was it was, it was crazy. And then finally, like, 
we uh, I ended up like meeting him out in the hallway, maybe like a month ago, and uh, he's just like, "What are you guys doing?" I'm like, "Listen, dude, like I re- I genuinely like I'm I'm sorry you're suffering through this. I I really don't know what you're talking about." And then he finally heard the noise again, but it was like while I was out in the hallway, so it was like proof that like it wasn't me making the noise. And so now, now he's focused on the upstairs neighbors. But I haven't heard this noise at all. I have no idea what he's talking about. Is he like fucking talking to himself and shit? No, he's there. He lives there with his wife. He seems like a pretty normal guy. I just I can't tell if, if people are starting to go crazy or like it's just weird. That, but other than other than that, it's been uh, yeah. I was worried about weird neighbors, but yeah, this guy's gonna kick your door in one day. Yeah, I think. He's fucking, he's gonna snap. There's some weird logic, he's gonna come back around, around to us, and be like, no, it was you guys this whole time. Yeah, that, I mean, he's clearly here, and he's not well, he should be worried no. about this guy. No, I, I think it's, I, over here. I actually, I saw a, uh, a package, uh, a Peloton branded package in our lobby, and I think it's the upstairs neighbor has a Peloton, and like this noise he's hearing is, is like, is like the pedaling, or just like, like the whooshing noise. Uh, that's that's my theory. If it's coming from above, pretty easy to fucking tell where it is, no? Right. But well, when when we were like initially like exonerated of this, like when I was out in the hallway with him, he like immediately he went back in and like had his had his wife make us some food. <laughs> you should start fucking with him. Yeah. Start playing like fucking songs from like the rainforest when you go out real loud with like a huge speaker and then like There's some weird animals. Yeah, like jungle sounds, monkey sounds, yeah. and shit. And be like, dude, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, buddy. Stop talking to my door. There's no sounds. You're losing your fucking mind. Hey, what are you saying? Jungle birds? It's not. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> it's New York. <laughs> I don't know, man. And whenever he accuses you of anything, like, oh, it's all it's all like jungle birds and monkey sounds. You're like, oh, I don't know. I was fucking my lady a little while ago. That's <laughs> the only thing I can think of. You tell me you hear two cans? It's impossible. <laughs> That was just me beating it up. <laughs> Dude, that's fun. It's it is it is weird living with like your your significant other in a one bedroom <sighs> locked down. Yeah. Like it is do? it's so much better than it should be. Like I can't believe like we don't fight more. But it's also I just feel like there's some days where it's just like I'm just gonna be in a terrible mood today. So just like yeah, I don't know what to okay. tell you. But just like avoid me for a while. Oh, hundred percent. You gotta like get the space in the one bedroom. Dude. Yeah, and that's like that's why I said over COVID, I started playing like video games more than I ever had. Oh, dude, hardcore. I I just regressed in almost every way. Like initially, because it was just I just revisited. I just playing Doom for like two months. I was playing yeah. Doom, then I played the the second Doom, and I was like, this is the greatest. Dude, I, I, I had a blast in April. April was awesome. Just playing Doom. Oh, I was wor- I was working and then chilling. I was like, it's the perfect excuse to not do anything. Just chilling, playing Doom, and then by May I was like, all right, that was awesome. But like maybe maybe it's time to to get back in the swing of things. And then yeah, no, I here we are. I kind of do that because when I did construction, you get laid off sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like you get on a plane for like a couple of weeks and you get taken back. So I knew like the first couple of weeks are great. The first like two, maybe even three weeks of just like sleeping and doing nothing it's like oh this is beautiful yeah and it's like it it sucks after a while yeah it really yeah because i used to like i really thought that's like who i was 
like I'm, I'm a pretty introverted person like i love i'm super lazy i love like chilling out and just like getting high and playing video games that's like that's the best and then like i realized like fuck yeah dude that was cool for a minute and now i'm like oh fuck i actually like this is not sustainable oh dude i started going on like hikes on saturdays with my girlfriend and yep. the dog. you know I've, my fucking fat ass never hiked anywhere in the city in my fucking yeah. life dude, I, I think i walked every street in jamaica plain like throughout the summer yeah. like i might have walked down every single like residential road in in that neighborhood yeah, you were just playing, let's count how many fucking pink-haired fucking... <laughs> Wandering. Oh, dude, I, I gotta be honest, I, lo- the, I remember getting yelled at for not wearing a mask, like, before the mask mandate. Yeah, oh, yeah, I remember at the beginning, I remember, like, in a group text with my buddies, like, mm-hmm. having buddies being like, yeah, I just got into it with some fucking lady talking about the mask. <laughs> like, <laughs> being like, I just told this lady to suck my dick. <laughs> dude, it's like, yeah, th- this was like, this I think it was still I forget when it became mandatory. Like I, I forgot there was that like brief period where because obviously like I would wear it in stores and stuff, but like I think the first month I was when I was like outside I was like oh we're outside like it's chill, like I'm not gonna worry about wearing a mask. But just walking down like a main street in Jamaica Plain, and then just have have just like elderly people like looking at you weird and yelling at you and you're like ah, oh, all right. Yeah, JP, I can't even imagine the fucking hips and nerds over this. Yeah. Down in Southie, you know, just paying over BLM murals and burning masks. Early COVID, we were out here for like a month and a half, two months. Mm -hmm. And then we went to, I've said this, uh, I was in Plymouth, Massachusetts, a store in Plymouth. My parents had a little cottage, so I was there for most of it. Mm -hmm. So it was much quieter and you didn't see a lot of people and it's a lot easier to... Yeah. Like I could walk the dog with a mask in my chin and just, you'd only see one of three people, you know? Yeah, I almost like I, I have a hard time like really blaming people who are especially in any more like rural area because like my my girlfriend her her mom's out in Illinois and they're you know they're kind of in the middle of nowhere so there's just this like there's kind of like a disconnect with what's going on but yeah. then all of a sudden like every <laughs> like once school started it just exploded out there yeah they all got it yeah my my grandmother died one of my uncles lives in South Carolina. And he came out to Boston for like the wake and funeral. Oh man, he was shocked Ugh. that everyone was wearing masks. Yeah, he he was like, oh, I couldn't believe it. People are actually wearing masks up here. I'm like, <laughs> I think you have to. I think that's that's the idea. And I'm not even some maniac. that's like you have to wear it. I, if, if you don't fucking wear it, you're gonna kill my fucking grandmother. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care about it that much. But I'll wear I wear it more so for like the other people that the right. people that do care like the old people that do care i'll put it on out of respect mm-hmm. or i'll keep it in my chin walking the dog and if i see i'll pull it up yeah because yeah, i mean you want to be you want to make other people uncomfortable but if i see some like young kid like looking at me like a kid a little younger than me i'm breathing i'll, I'll keep it down i'll <laughs> breathe on it just a bit like you're young you'll figure it out yeah, exactly don't look at my dog dude it's yeah i don't know have you like it sucks because i i haven't really developed I think I had that like initial crazy month of like gaming, and then fuck yeah, I've been trying to write, and then but like I haven't, <laughs> I've like explored new hobbies really. I haven't. Yeah, no, me neither. I don't think I've, I've even read a sentence in a book. I've read, like, not enough as I should have. I like haven't finished a book I started in yeah. March. I'll say that I've read some, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, no, it's been 
I, I'm the same way. I, I like I said, I started hiking with the dog and my girlfriend. We've probably yeah. gone on like four or five hikes the last month, month and a half. That's the move. On like a Saturday, we take the dog out, and then, I mean, yeah, I couldn't. I mean, it sounds pathetic when you think about it now, doesn't it? it it's it's kind of weird to think that like I could totally just like not pay attention and then just like do this forever. Because I, I also feel like I haven't played that many video games or watched that much TV. So it's like, what have I done? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I feel like they're literally, like, I think the majority of my time has, has literally been spent, like, doing nothing. Yeah, I think I've been sitting in silence and, like, looking at my phone and, like, just yeah. sitting there. Going on walks. Just something. But, like, yeah, I've, I've gotten, like, really into football. <laughs> like, I've always, like, liked football, but, like, I'm, like, following this like every team i've never known this many players this many like storylines yeah i was riding the sports heavy i'm all in yeah and i started like watching ufc because like i never really watched ufc but like it's on every fucking saturday good for them the geniuses are doing that yeah so i've been watching like that and shit like definitely doing that you uh you a fantasy football guy i talk about fantasy football on the pod sometimes you know, I, 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 I did a league. I've done a league a couple times, and I just never paid attention to it. And then I, th- this was like the first year I, I went in with like any sort of knowledge because I didn't even really start liking football until uh, the the Falcon Super Bowl. That that's what did it for me. Please. That I, seriously, because I I grew up like yeah, a very casual fan. Who's this fucking kid you had on? The what? I'm gonna have buddies text me like, "Who's this fucking kid you had on?" Didn't even fucking like. <laughs> I know. Dude, I just, I, it just, it took like one of the most like miraculous things to happen in sports to for me to be like, "All right, I should probably appreciate <laughs> yeah, that this yeah. has been my home team, yeah, and like they've I'm just been to, unstoppable uh, for the last 15 years." I apologize in advance. I'm gonna have to like respond to my buddies like, "Oh, he's my buddy who went to film school." Like, oh, dude, I'm all in now. I'm all in now. I, I hate those those film kids and their. The little artsy fartsy projects. <laughs> I'd rather just... No, that's good. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a weird year in the NFL. Everyone kind of stinks and there's <sighs> all the COVID shit. Dude, I love Cam, but it's. Yeah, I, I don't like know. him. I wish he was throwing it a little bit better. I wish the whole team was a little better, but. Yeah. I mean, he. I don't know. He still can be entertaining sometimes to watch. Yeah, I, know, I still. I, I really like, like this team. Like, I think they're really interesting. And I think I think they might might have it but i don't know i, I want i I'm, i like cam more than like like you want him to be better than he than he is right now yeah i mean they'll be interesting until belichick retires just because of him and because of how long they were good for and stuff mm-hmm. but they're just like it, i mean and it's because i'm spoiled as a pats fan to watch them win all these years but mm-hmm. they're just like mediocre this season so i'm like oh they suck but like yeah they're better than a lot of teams and again, like I have, I have like zero context for this, so it's just crazy because you're just watching like I was just casually watching the Patriots just dominate for 15 years, yeah. and then finally started paying attention. And like last year, kind of sucked. Like you could you could see that it was like kind of over. Yeah, but see, you missed you missed all the fun. Like, <laughs> I missed so much. We got me and my buddies got drunk and watched so many good games, like even games yeah. we lost, like great, great playoff games, win or lose. Like, yeah. We were just spoiled with that because even like I said, we didn't win it every fucking year. There was always big games, like games where you're on the edge of your seat, yeah. good games, even if we lost sometimes. Dude, I love dude. Fo- football is a great sport. It's what I'm. It's what I'm finally finding out. It's just genius. At how Twenty nine. Like, it took over Sundays. Like that day, you wake up and you're like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking eat food and watch football all day today. 
I'm either going to smoke a lot of weed, drink 20 beers, or do both. It's my favorite thing. It's, it's what I look forward yeah. to most every week now. It doesn't get any better. I have a group of buddies. We watch football every Sunday together. Sunday yeah. football group. Dude, it's, it's the, I can't believe it took me this long. Yeah, I can't either, honestly. Like, it's, 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 it's so crazy to be like, yo, have you guys heard about football? Like, <laughs> literally just like the last four years. Like I went from like almost zero interest to like, oh my God, this, this is the shit. You like you born and raised in Massachusetts. You like you guys know about this Tom Brady cat? Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's, it's wild. And then like you know what's funny? I've watched the, I've been trying to watch Tampa. I've watched, I've watched five Buccaneers games. It's been all five losses. Yeah, I've watched him play bad a few times. I've times. only like, watched him be bad. At the beginning of the year, I watched like the first few games, and he looked good for yep. everyone except the first one. And then he's been rough the last couple times I caught him. It's crazy. It's... And I'm a I'm a Tom guy till the day I die. But like, I don't get. I like Belichick too. I don't get why you're gonna pick one. I get that they split and everything, and it's, mm-hmm. I'm still gonna root for the Pats. I'm not gonna like like Brady's gonna retire eventually. I'll still be a Pats. You know what I mean, I'm not gonna turn on the Pats. Yeah, of course. But. I don't know. He hasn't been great. He's inconsistent, definitely this year. But that team's inconsistent. Every time I watch him, yeah. fucking off the lines, off sides, like a hundred times. Dude, every team kind of sucks. It's weird. Oh yeah, like, Belichick's like there's like four or five. Like as much as people shit on the quarterbacks, there's only like maybe seven or eight good quarterbacks. There's like three or four good coaches, dude. They're idiots. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no one knows. Even, yeah, even just the, the, the zone, base knowledge I've made at like the end of the game for the witching hour, the one o'clock. Mm-hmm. Every team. And coach like blows it somehow. They'll be winning the whole fucking game, and mm-hmm. then in those last two minutes, they shit down their fucking pants, and they blow it every week. Dude, it's weird. Do you know my uh, my brother in law works for the uh, the Jaguars? He's in the um, like in the front office. He does like accounting and stuff. Oh, yeah. But um, it's crazy because he he joined them um, the one year they were good when we beat them yeah. in, the, in the playoffs. And it's that, that was his first year with that team, and then they just oh, they imploded. Oh. They were like so bad instantly. It's crazy. They had like that great defense, and were gone within a, in a flash. Yeah, and that that was like when I first started again, like when I was first becoming a fan. So like, I would just ask him all these like questions, like excitedly, and didn't realize I was just like just rubbing salt in the wound. <laughs> Be like, oh, what are you guys gonna do with uh with Fournette and with uh with fucking who's the corner? Um, yeah, it's in the Rams. They're like, they're like, oh, they're gone. They're leaving. Everything's they're over. They just snuck instantly. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. You know, the funniest thing is, uh, my the rest of my family's from Philly, and so like they they pretty much lost their minds when when the Eagles finally won. Of course. A couple of years ago, like for like for like a year, I, I remember seeing them the the following Thanksgiving, and it was like they had like won the night before. Oh, dude, they don't care. They're, they're yeah. going to ride this for the next 20, 50 years. Oh, yeah. They're they just pumped about one. it. Now they're fucking... And now they're... Yeah, they're, they're back, back to square one. Huh? They're they're back to square one. Like that's, yeah, they're ready to fist fight anybody in the crowd again now. They don't go a yeah. fuck. Scumbags. <laughs> they're like... Uh, they're really like like Boston fan base, but just like a little bit more hardcore. They're just more scumbags, yeah. No, yeah. they're definitely similar. Like, Boston's not a bunch of saints out there, but... Philly's definitely known for just being a little scummier, I think. Yeah. It's really, they're, they're really just, it's the product of like, the, it's the same kind of people, but just driven insane by by a lack of winning. Like, the only reason Boston fans aren't worse is because just every team has been so dominant. 
Oh, no, that's definitely part of it. Like, Boston fans became cocky over the years. Right. They weren't all, like, Boston fans my age are way different than Boston fans my dad's age were, you know? Do, can you imagine how many less people would be on the planet if, like, if if Boston teams weren't good? Just just the number of deaths and, like, just violence. You think? If there was, if the Patriots weren't a dominant team, I don't yeah, know. I, I went to, this my is theory. Like how bad we are. Me and my buddies went to a Pat's Dolphins game uh, years ago, mm-hmm. probably seven, eight years ago. Honestly, a while ago. Yeah. And, uh, we went. We talked shit the whole game in the crowd. We're drinking. We're fucking shit faced. We're like twenty one, twenty two. Yeah. We're talking shit the whole game, dude. Like screaming at these people in our row. They're talking shit to us. We're having fun with it, but like, anytime we're like, you guys are a joke. Your, your team. You haven't won shit in forever. You'll never win. Tannehill's never going to win. We're just talking shit, talking shit, talking shit. Mm. And then, like, as the game goes on, the Patriots start blowing it like they always do in Miami. Yeah. And they end up kicking a field goal at the end to win it. <laughs> and we had an entire section of bleachers, like, ready to clown. Yes. Like, we had however many people sit in that section, maybe like a thousand people. They all knew that me and my buddies without big fucking multiple talking shit. You got, you got to defend your pride. We still on the way out. They were yelling shit because like my buddies had Pat jerseys and stuff. We had T-shirts and they were still yelling shit on the way out. And I'd be like, "Who gives a fuck? It's one game. You never won a Super Bowl." <laughs> like, <I was> just, <laughs> oh, like, now they're, they're going to steamroll us. Thanks. They're they're about to take over probably for the next five years. Yeah, they might because we'll I think see. Josh Allen stinks in the end. Oh man, I would, I would, that'd be fun to watch that team fall apart. I would love nothing more than to watch Luke Tuma's Buffalo Bills. <laughs> Luke Tuma's Buffalo Bills. Oh my fucking eyes! Did I was a five-yard slant? I I texted him, I literally the moment uh, that hail mary was caught. Yeah, I texted him both weeks just telling Josh Allen sucks. Dude, I don't know. Jalen Ramsey thinks Josh Allen sucks, so I'll still trust him. Yeah, he's just he's not accurate enough. I try to tell people they don't want to listen to me. Mm-mm. Dude, it's uh, so yeah, it's, it's that, that makes me happy. Yeah, dude, it's, it's video games and football. My little boy. Yeah, I just turned into like a like a like a dude. <laughs> yeah. I really did. Like I, it's because now I'm at the point where like it's my girlfriend's just like oh, it's fucking football. Like I never thought I would. Like I used to, I used to like show up at like my my friends' houses in high school, but there's another goddamn game on. Like this is what we're doing tonight. We gotta watch. Do you think you're uh? Your film school friends are growing resentful of you. Like, <laughs> dude, I don't know. Becoming such a guy. Dude, it's funny. I go on like going on LinkedIn lately and just seeing like where people are at and like just producing podcasts and stuff for like Earwolf, and they're like they're like in the scene in LA. And it's just like these are like just crazy jobs. And you're just pixelating Japanese. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I I've just been doing like. Everything I've been doing since March has been uh, like corporate stuff. It's all like Google and Microsoft just talking about like how they're dealing with the pandemic. And it's just these like these people from these companies, like these higher ups, where their entire job is kind of like just like PR. They just kind of go around and they, they talk at these like seminars and stuff. And they're just talking about like, you know, how do we how do we maintain productivity? How do we keep how do we keep our employees engaged? And I'm just like, how do you? It, it, there's such a disconnect between those like fake, those are the fakest people on the planet. There. Oh my god, dude! It's it's like these conversations of just like it's like this uh, this meeting of the minds of these people you've never heard of, 
and they're and but they're like you know and in in today's climate this is this is an incredible opportunity to just really track employees productivity and, and efficiency and and really just develop more of a work-life balance of course but also like you know can really really uh just kind of turn this whole thing into a machine and like that's that's great <laughs> and then i just like act like um it's like literally the entire source of my income and i'm like all oh, these i feel like I, I i talk like i'm sticking it to the man but it's been my i'm just on the lowest rung of ultimately working for these companies you know what's funny is uh as an as an uneducated man i've worked the last like good amount of years in like property management fields yeah varying ones and uh I've had to go to those type of things, but the people talking are from like these companies that like clean out hoarders, fucking disgusting apartments. Oh yeah, and they'll be like, it's like they like swear and stuff. They'll be like, oh yeah, they're doing like a slideshow. Like here's a picture. Yup, this place I remember it. This was covered in shit. <laughs> this was over in Brookline. This fucking lady had six dead cats in her fridge. Like that's the those are the seminars I have to sit through for my job. Guys are in like some some like gorgeous hotel lobby, and yeah, in no. suits, and there's just these photos up on the wall. Yeah, they're like, oh, this lady was 800 pounds. <laughs> we found her. She had Dr. Pepper 12 packs to the ceiling. <laughs> That's when you got to use the crane. Yeah, exactly. Break down some walls. Yeah, dude, it's it's nuts. It's um, it's weird doing doing corporate stuff and just lis- listening to people be like. So do you just film the stuff or like edit the film? Because that would be hilariously fake for me to watch. I would enjoy that. Oh no, it's mostly like like those conversations. They're all just like they're basically like podcasts. They're, they're like these like long form webinar things. Uh, I was hoping you were filming like uh like the corporate stuff for uh, like the cults. Oh man, <laughs> no. Nah. You know what I mean, like Nexium and shit. Yeah, no, not not you quite want that. To improve your life. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no filming. It's just been, um, it's it's mostly stuff that people are like just doing remotely, or like it's like these like Zoom conversations and or just and stock footage, stock footage of like we know this pandemic oh, has been hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll show you show like a waiter with like a mask on, and you know, <laughs> yeah. and they're just like, but however, this is a great opportunity. I don't know, man. It's weird. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure something else out. I'm go back to blaring, blaring dicks. Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of lost track of what we were taught. That's my fault on that. I think. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know what I, I don't even know what I, I realized as I was describing it. I don't even quite know exactly what I've been working <laughs> yeah, on. Me, then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't, don't, that's on me. Don't worry about that. It's all right. Uh, maybe I'll edit it. Sometimes I edit this. Sometimes I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think we had a good app. We got. 55 minutes in, I don't want yeah. to There's what, like, it's, I, first of all, it was great talking to you. It is, it's brutal how, how, like, little updates I had for you within the last year. <laughs> so I know. Just like, like, these two are friends? <laughs> there's just been like, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's chilling. going to be questioning if we're, if we're friends or comedians or both. <laughs> <laughs> Have these guys funny. ever... These yeah, guys no, I, I know we'd be the oddly on the spot, but it was good to talk. Like I said, it's, yeah. it's crazy. You know, in Boston, we saw each other minimum probably three nights a week for yeah. four or five years, and now it's like I haven't. I mean, I like we got the group text, we fuck around, but even at that, it's just mm-hmm. nonsense. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that's that's kind of how I've been like communicating with most people. Uh, I mean, me too. I mean, honestly, it's like 
I got one one of my best friends lives in Florida, so we'll I'll, we'll talk on like the actual phone sometimes. Yeah. I mean, other than that, it's like at the beginning of the quarantine, we would do some zooms with like me and my girlfriend and like some of my buddies and their girlfriends, and we'd just give you an excuse to get drunk, really. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I, it's like I only really text with people. Yeah, I, I almost feel like that stuff happened too early. Like I want to do like everyone's yeah, like, oh, yeah, let's let's all get online. But now, now I'm kind of ready to do more of that again. And I felt like it was like, see, but that's what they want us to think. Yeah, <laughs> fucking lockdowns coming, dude. I caught up, caught up with everyone I was going to catch up with within the first week, and I was like, all right, like, okay. why are we having all these heart to hearts? We've only been locked down for two and a half weeks. It was family zooms, friend zooms, fucking trivia games. Oh yeah, did I remember we used to? Uh, I I started having like more meetings, like because because of this. I mean, we would hop on Zoom for these like. You know, mental health check-ins is kind of what it was like. Oh yeah. Advertised as, and they're like, "Does anyone want to share any, any, any funny or, or silly or cute things they saw online just to pick me up?" And th- this is like, like March eighteenth or something. Like it's not like we're like barely started. Yeah, if you had any idea, that's how weak people are. Yeah. People couldn't handle like two weeks. I was in heaven for three weeks, like I said. Oh. I was grilling hot dogs with my parents. Dude, the honeymoon period is like nothing else that'll ever happen again. Yeah. I mean, just what what a time to be alive. Just assuming it was going to be, you're like, all right, you know, I guess it's not going to be two weeks. It's going to be two months, but, you know, whatever. I can do two months. Yeah, I, I still had a job and stuff. I was like, hey, whatever. Yeah. We, we, we'll go down to Plymouth. We got a yard for the dog to run around. Oh, like, yeah. Perfection. Yeah, fucking, I hate everyone. No, I hate the government. I hate anyone. I hate all sides, all parties. Oh, dude. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I felt, um, when Biden was elected, I was I voted for Biden, but like, I I couldn't feel any any less certain or optimistic about about anything. Yeah, you know, I I thought, uh, I I thought Trump was gonna definitely gonna win the whole time up until the last like, the last couple of months as it got close, it seemed like all of a sudden. Yeah, I mean the the stars really had to align for him to still like just lose like. Yeah, and I, I was totally mentally prepared for for him to win again. But my whole thing with the COVID is I hate both sides. I've completely lost faith in both sides. They're about to let like millions of people get evicted. I mean, eventually they can keep passing it off for a couple more months, but eventually you got to make a real decision on the evictions and these fucking unemployment and shit like that. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, people basically were just exhausted within the first couple of months, and there's just there's been no no anything, and I don't know you you can't. You can't question some of like the areas about it that are that are still kind of questionable. Like, I don't know, like even like doing Thanksgiving with with my girlfriend's family. I was just like, are we like the are the bad guys for doing this? There's like, yeah, no, I, six I of got us. A test I don't know. I went back Thanksgiving and then and then I got a call like that one of my cousins might have been around someone that had it. Yeah. Like, so now I had to get tested and like I'm working from home and shit. My girlfriend has to get tested and shit. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. And, like, I didn't see a million people while I was home. I had to go wild, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, now, now it's to the point where, like... You, someone might have been there. It's like, you got to do the right thing. And, yeah. And, I mean, you, you got to do what you got to do, but it's... Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've, I'm lucky I'm working from home. Like, that's totally, completely taking that for granted. But, like, dude, I, I can't imagine if I was, like, a waiter or whatever else right now. Oh, they're fucked. That's they got fucked bad. It a sucks. nightmare. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Dude, all your poor, all your your cop buddies going out in these these protests. Oh, 
yeah, I mean, it's not that's not a fun job right now no. either. But that, that was, I just remember you sent me one picture of, of you were like, this is like the nicest guy in the world. And it was just this, <laughs> some like pink haired lady just screaming at your friend. Oh, yeah, he was like on the news. Just sitting there with like a stone face like those creeps in England's hats. Uh, yeah, I mean, they don't, I don't envy their job right now. Nah. They're, <laughs> they're getting a pretty bad rap these days. Let's see, that's a rough one. My, my, my dad was, uh, I talked to him the other night, he's like, I was watching, uh, what's the, the Mark Wahlberg Marathon Bomber, bombing movie? Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was, uh, Patriot Day? Patriot's Day, yeah, and he was just like, he just, he was like, oh, I was just like, it's just really nice to see, like, a movie just, like, you know, make the cops look good. And he was just, he was so pumped about that, because it's just. Mark Wahlberg look good. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, at least Mark Wahlberg. His guy happened to be fucking everywhere. Dude, that's, uh. He's the hero. Remember the Boston Crisis? Yeah, of course. Come Marky on, Mark steps in. <laughs> All right, well, no, it, like I said, it was fun talking to you. It's yeah, fun. man, you too. Yo, I'm, I'm really happy for you, for you and Rachel, man. That that is Thank very you. exciting. I that. I really do. I uh, think I think you got only obvious. Like, I mean, I, I imagine it's a pretty scary, stressful thing, but I, I think you got you guys got a lot of a lot of good stuff in your future coming. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe we, maybe I, maybe I'll start sprinkling in a phone call here and there if I'm gonna move back because it is weird not talking to the boys. I know, but yeah, I, I would, I'd be totally down to to get, to get everyone on here or uh, video yeah, chat or oh, something. I'd love that. We'd have a fucking blast. Yeah, be, that would be a good time. We can do, yeah. we can do a big, uh, big roundtable episode, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we gotta figure that out. <laughs> everyone else get tested for COVID first. Uh, all right, but yeah. Thanks for doing it. I appreciate it. Uh, you got any anything? Parting words. You, know, you can see me uh, maybe on a on a Zoom show if I decide to sign up for it in the next, yeah, next Ian several months. Barton, Ian the Fart Man Barton. Uh, very funny. I'm not just saying that. Thanks, man. One of my favorite comics to watch in Back Boston. At you. One of my favorite writers in Boston. Uh, the whole time I was friends with them. Always made me laugh. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks for doing it. You too, man. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, definitely. Thanks again. Peace.